Fuzz Club, episode 30. Today we're talking about my ex. <laughs> uh, anybody? Take <laughs> my wife, please. Just kidding, just kidding. We're talking about Whores, the band, and their album, Gold. It came out in 2016. They are an Atlanta band, and uh, best described as like a combination of noise, punk, sludge, lots of different stuff. So, uh, whose first introduction to horrors was this? This episode? Anybody? Yeah, I thought that there was a couple people we were talking about them prior. So, um, what did you think? First impression of a, a band? Oh, sorry, never mind. Let's do some quick introductions. We didn't do that, did we? I said we were going to do it, and then we didn't do it. My bad. What up? I'm Dan. Daniel, you want to lead us out? Heavy Cat. Uh, I'm Dan from Heavy Cat in Los Angeles. What's up? The album was rad. Uh, Thanks for for joining us, Daniel. Yeah, of course. Thank you. Bucky. Hey, Bucky. I'm uh, here in Denver. I'm with Doom Charts. Just a fan. Ripple Music, Ripple Effect. So, been around a while. Excited to talk about this one. Yeah, Blake Carrera from IWAS. Uh, ben Riz from Lost Dutchman and Southern Gate. I'm Eddie from the Endless Lords of the Opium Church and IWAS. In Ox. I'm Chris. Uh, I am the Ox today because Randy is going to be doing some work shit. And I'm also in Novadal currently. And uh, yeah, how's it going, everybody? Right on. So uh, we'll see how much of that I can edit around after I butchered the intro to this episode. But um, anyway, first impression of uh, the band Whores from some newcomers. Daniel, you said this was your first time, your first introduction to them. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah, the album was great. Um, guitar tones were great. Uh, like I said before, the, uh, you know, I, I, like a, I like a rock and roll album with no official double bass in it. You know, the gallops were sick. Um, I think uh, I think I caught a Pink Floyd reference in there too. In uh, in of course, of course you do. There's a Run Rabbit Run reference, so that was kind of a cool little heady Easter egg. Um, but yeah, overall, I think uh, I think the slower songs are you know the radder ones. Um, the last what was the last one? The Charlie Chaplin routine is a good song, and. Uh, and then I've prepared a statement is probably my favorite song on the album. Yeah, I've heard that Same. from uh, a few people. Yeah. So any other thoughts on this band? I for my first introduction to them was actually when I was in Texas. I went to go see Red Fang, and I didn't know Whores at all, but they opened for them. And even <clears> at the show, I was like, "Holy shit, this is awesome!" It was just like aggressive and just kind of like brutal, but with like with a purpose it was like noise with a purpose it was like catchy still somehow when you just feel like this wall of like aggression and anger but it was like organized in a like kind of a catchy little package or something like that so i remember like going to that concert and seeing red fang going for red fang but leaving going like i gotta check out that band and uh been a fan ever since and this album in particular we can talk about some of that stuff in a little while but they have some other albums and have put out newer singles and stuff but i don't think anything quite compares to this album this i think this is their best work it's so solid all the way through 
Yeah, for me, they're uh, they're kind of an interesting mixture of the Melvins and and the other band they remind me of kind of is Floor. Um, I don't think I know Floor. Floor later, some of the members of Floor later formed Torch. Oh, okay. Um. So yeah, I mean, it's just kind of they're they're sludgy riffs played with a punk mentality. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you slow this down to 60, 65 BPM, it sounds like a doom record. If you speed it up a little bit more, it sounds like early black flag. And, uh, if you slow it down, just like a hair, it, it it's pure, you know, sludge in terms of the riffs. Not New Orleans. I'd also, sludge. I'd like to add that it sounds a bit like lightning bolt at times too. Yeah. yeah. That's my two cents. Yeah. <laughs> Daniel Daniel mentioned is he liked the slower songs best, but I would argue there is no slower songs. This is all pretty pretty <laughs> aggressive upbeat. I mean, I, I know what you're talking about. Like the last track in particular, that was my favorite as well. Right, right, but, right. Uh, but yeah, Me, like in the Red Fang reference, these guys these guys are a great pairing to Red Fang. It's when yeah. I when I the album finished on Spotify for me. It auto plays like a, a playlist, and Red Fang was the next track. And then I did, I listened to a couple other albums, and the same thing when it ended, Red Fang kicked off. So it's like mm. the algorithm knows that distinguish between these guys' sound. Maybe it's because they toured with them or something, but yeah, you I like would say it's partially the vocal records. approach. Yeah, like I, 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 I think the vocal approach is is a big part of that. Um, you know, there's it's that kind of like I, I, I've never really understood how to sustainably do vocals like this that are almost they they literally just sound like pushing yelling to like just the next level before screaming. It's like a bellow. Uh, I'd say it's a bellow. He, he's aggressively no, telling you what he needs to say. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, very aggressively. Um, you know, it, it, it takes you into this this very old school vibe, I feel like. Like this band does not sound like something that um you'd expect, you know, in the last few years. Um this to me sounds very like early to mid nineties underground college radio type of thing. Definitely. You mentioned black this was the first I, I heard oh, sorry, a few God. few songs that I reminded me of Henry Rollins and Rollins band, like Black Flags yeah. type stuff in a weird way. Like this sounds like like Rollins band or something. Like the tone of the vocals are off that. Like maybe that's distorted. why I, I maybe that's why I like Coors so much is because it does sound like Rollins band. But yeah, okay. I'm not even that's that big a of a fan of Rollins band, but I I love this record in particular. It's that era, about nineties. Yeah, this, this is my first time hearing this band, like uh, like digging into them fully. Like I, my friend introduced me to them a couple of years ago because of the their bass tone is so gnarly, and he was like, "Man, you got to check this out." They got their own pedal. They make their own pedal with an idiot box effects. It was like the Horace fuzz pedal or something like that, and I'm assuming that's on the on that album either for the guitar or the bass, and just the guitar tones was wicked, man. I think you can hear it a lot more on the bass. 
Yeah, the bass is really interesting. Uh, Gear guys, you know anything about that buzz pedal? <laughs> oh yeah, uh, I know the yeah. idiot box is awesome. I've, I've played through one. I, I had the benefit of having the idiot box uh, pedal board in front of me at one time. Uh, that, that horse pedal rules. It sounds good on guitar. It sounds good on bass. It sounds good on everything. You could plug a keyboard into it. It probably rule. <laughs> nice. I'm gonna have a good one. <laughs> yeah. Or an organ. That would sound cool. Right. Yep. Nice. Yeah, I mean, I think something, this album was really an interesting experience for me because I, I, I've heard this album probably 10 times before. Um, I got really into it a few years ago, two years ago, maybe. Um, and for me, it's just kind of a trip because it, it's a fast experience, you know, not just in terms of the speed at which they're playing, but... Uh, but this album doesn't feel very long to me. I don't know whether it isn't or whether it just kind of flies by because it's, you know, so catchy. <clears throat> but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm used to a little more expansiveness, I guess I'd say, in the music that I listen to. And this is so concise and distilled um, that it makes it a very pure listening experience. Yeah, definitely. I, I even have, uh, of course you do on the Slightly Fuzz playlist on Spotify from like years ago. Yeah. And it doesn't fit like any of that other music really at all, but I just loved it so much that I put it on there. And like, it's, there's something so raw about it and so simple that I don't, every time I've put it on so many times over the years and just been like, I don't normally listen to music even that I would consider really like this. I mean, I guess we talked about Red Fag and stuff, but I don't know that I listen to a lot of bands that are really like this, but there's something about this band and this record that like, it's so pure and so raw that it's like, there's something about it that you're just like, that abrasiveness feels good here. I don't like it over there and that band or that album, but like this one here, it's just like, it's perfect to me. Well, and there's also technically one of the things that I think really emphasizes that rawness and is also just, fucking impressive is their control of feedback and how they manipulate that like to it you know if you don't generally use feedback as a as a musician you might not appreciate how difficult it is to conjure those sounds and control them in the way that they do um it's a of, you know it's a it's a master class yeah, a lot of a lot of pinch harmonics and uh, and uh, definitely there there was this end uh, the very last song the uh, the the end of the very last song it kind of spaces out into like this you know echoey thing and I'm like wow you know maybe I'd love to hear like more of that like it more expansive soundscapes uh, you know uh, in between each of these songs could be pumped up like three or four minutes I think and. Uh, you know, really doomed out, I think. But uh, yeah, yeah, I feel like some of their other stuff, they, they had an album before this called Clean, Clean and a couple other things. And like I said, they have a, a single out in 2022 called Imposter Syndrome, where I felt like they maybe tried to expand that sound a little bit. And I, did, I didn't care for it quite as much. I mean, it's still whores and, you know, there's still a lot to like there. But there's something about this album in particular that like, they just hit the nail right on the head. It, it's so 
like pinpoint accurate. It's just it, it's exactly what it is. They're two minute songs. It's abrasive. They don't really yeah, try this... to do anything else. It's like this is the sweet spot for them for me. And their stuff before it and the stuff after it so far has like it's good. It's not quite this one though. It's uh, this is it... not an album that you go to for dynamics. You know, mm-hmm. like you're you're not gonna see a bunch of like layered. You know, it's not going to feel like a composition or like it has movements or whatever. It's just a fucking punch straight to the face. Yeah, It does that Orange Goblins thing where it's just to the point and it doesn't muck around. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> when I had the feeling like I was in the middle of a spin cycle uh, in a washing machine or something at points or in a dryer maybe. It's just like chaos and, and like intensity in a great way. I downloaded. Yeah, I was a big fan video. of. Go ahead. I was. I was going to say. I. I was, leading up to this podcast when you, we first decided on horrors, in my head I thought we were going with Ruiner. When I think of horrors, that's what pops in my head. That's that revolver on the cover, from 2011. Oh, really? It's like a five-song EP, mm-hmm. and that yeah. was what I was it's in my good. head this whole time. And to me, like that one is. That 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 might be my favorite horse piece, really. But, yeah. So, so why do you think yeah, that no, is? Yeah, it's it's like it just kicks off like it's it's super. It's a lot more doomy. It feels like, but this album is definitely more complete as an album. I mean, it's got a full ten songs, and the right. other one, Ruiner, just is over too fast. It's like that's it. I want more. I want like double that. Mm-hmm. So, but. Yeah, I was like, I mean, in my head, picturing Ruiner, and I forgot that the gold is the the gold trash can cover. Kind of yeah. see that this is going to sound absolutely fucking bonkers coming from me, but I love how it's this album is not doomy. You know, mm-hmm. it it's just it's just pure fucking aggression. Yeah, you know? it is. It's just all aggression. And there, the, every time I listen to it, I always go like. Well, I guess this is kind of punk. And then I go, no, not really, though. And then I go, well, it's kind nah. of like stone. No, it's not that either. But it's just like, it's just aggression. That's just all it is. It's just like whatever yeah. aggression would sound like on record. Yeah, it's, it's unbridled. It's on bathtub meth. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, so, uh, I, I, you know, but the aggression isn't annoying, you know? Yeah. Like, it doesn't wear at you. Where you're like, I get it. You're fucking angry. Um, you know, it, it feels, it feels right. It feels well-placed. Yeah. Yeah. That's the, that's the part that I'm trying to like put to words and trying to figure out like how they do it or something is like that, that angriness, the, the just like screaming for the whole album, these short songs, like, I don't know that I would normally necessarily be into that, but there's something about the way they do it. That is just like, it just takes whatever that feeling is and, and they're, they nail it, <laughs> you know, I don't know. I was going to say like, I downloaded yeah. a video um, of their song. I see you are also wearing a black t-shirt um, and you can kind of see like just how like aggressive they are even into playing and stuff, just like that energy from them. So it's, it's short. It's like two and a half minutes, I think, or something. If you guys want to check that out, we can, uh, we can watch this video together and hear this song. I think it's 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 just such a good like uh, way to see and hear what we're what we're kind of talking about. 
Jesus Christ. I just fucking love that shit, man. <laughs> it's just so fucking aggressive. So angry. I love it. So two things that I no noticed were, one, it's the opposite in every way of the Monolord Empress Rising video, but it also kind of reminded me of that at the same time. Uh, and second, I just noticed that I think part of how they achieve their sound is double recording all the vocals. Mm. Um, I might be wrong on that, but it was just something I was noticing when we were listening to that. So, the the vocals definitely have a unique sound, like not just yelling the entire time, but like there is a there is a sound to it that. Yeah, because it's like it's like with doing extreme vocals, you know, like if you you record one take and then you record it again, it's necessarily you can't possibly ever reproduce perfectly mm -hmm. that type of frequency, and so it kind of gives it this duality, multiplicity. Also, what kind of uh, speech timbre does the vocalist have when he speaks? That also has some bearing on it too. I mean, you know how you speak. Yeah. Your speaking voice is a reflection on your singing voice. Oh yeah, definitely. So you might have a crazy voice like Kirk from Crowbar or something. Yeah. <laughs> I would say he's uh, he's yelling in tune as well. Like he's yelling melodies. I don't know if you guys can hear me okay, but he's uh, as much as it's kind of sounds. Uh, you know, w without melody, there is something there. And I think that is kind of what makes it have a bit of a catchiness to it. Yeah, that's kind of the magic of that band is like, if I played this for someone that doesn't listen to this type of music, they'd be like, Jesus Christ, this is just this is noise. This is like literally the definition of just noise, metal, you know, music, like just noise. And there's something about the way they do it that is not noise at all. It's like perfectly like orchestrated to where there there's a catchiness to it. And there's like, he knows they, they all know exactly what they're doing. It's not just noise at all. The uh, road trip to that album. I don't know if you guys know Matt's from Toronto. I'm hearing like some some Matt's uh, just pure, like totally saturated with, you know, and the double vocals. It, it, now that I'm now that I'm thinking of it, it sounds I agree with that. Uh, but just they're described as a noise band and but they're real punctual in this album it punctual and catchy um but they still had those elements that they've very much deliberately put into certain places which i i appreciate from a, a compositional level yeah yeah for sure i enjoy their kind of like sense of humor too just the name of the song was like i see you're also wearing a black t-shirt which i just thought was funny but even listening again through that video just being like you know let's talk about the weather and, and stuff like that something benign like i, I just find really they, they have like this kind of sense of humor about this too with with all this like anger and aggression there's like this kind of like little cheekiness to it see my problem with that was it reminded me too much of the the bullshit that was popular when I was in high school, like Fallout Boy, that had those long ass <laughs> random titles. Uh huh. Yeah, I know exactly. And, what you're about, yeah. and it's like that was one of the things I pull up. I remember the first time I pull up this horrors album, I look at it and I was like, "No, nah, I'm not gonna listen to this." <laughs> no, that's funny. just just because I, I, the song titles. I was like, "No, no." Yeah, I'm out. I, I like that. Like just kind of like sense of humor. I mean, we talked about it on like the Queens of the Stone Age episode a little bit, just kind of like the way he names songs and some of the lyrics he writes and stuff. And like, well, I do know you have a lot of fallout boy shirts in your closet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about though. Like that emo era of mm -hmm. music that like these nonsense song titles that you're like, what does this have to do with the song at all? And they're like a sentence or two long. <laughs> But yeah, like, it's the, like the fact on. that you know Fallout Boy 
song titles is it, it's revealing. I didn't name one. I just remember that all those fucking bands had the same fucking bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I like, like the it though. Comedy, I think kind of like the sense of humor for sure. Yeah. But... <clears throat> and the groove. Yeah, the, the what groove were the other one? There the was song. like Charlie Chaplin routine or something too. There's there's a few other song titles that I thought were were pretty good. Yeah. I could have sworn I saw one that was in there about a name tag or some shit. Mm. On this, this album? was my first listen. On yeah, this is my first listen to horrors ever. Uh, was was this album? I mean, literally, I caught the email and I'm like, oh shit, I'm on the podcast today. So I quickly listened to it, and and I got to say, I, I really enjoyed it. I had a lot of different opinions about what I was hearing. Yeah. Um, most of which a lot of you guys had already married, but it, yeah. <laughs> so I, uh, it sounded like a lot of things I didn't think really uh, a whole lot of the pop punk so much but that last song that that we all listened to kind of did have a little bit of those elements to it but in, in a good way like a mature way like hey we're grown ass men we're, we're not really here for the money we're more in it because it's fun they do look like they're having a lot of fun i'm jealous that it looks like a fun band to be in <laughs> yeah they look, that looks like a band that you, you could totally trash a room to you know yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, I can only imagine the pit at their shows. Band. Right? Yeah. Just, just kind of um, watching that video, just in the mood to, to play guitar like right away, just to, just get your get your blood going. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, that's also really hard to do is just to fucking run around and be slinging your guitar everywhere. Like that 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 takes some one cardio yeah. and and two just. Being that's able to continue to play your guitar while you're swinging it around, like that's not really something I'm great at. Maybe that's why we haven't heard much from them in the last few years. <laughs> yeah. They're like, we're too old for this. My back yeah. hurts. Yeah. <laughs> they got trained to go on tour. No one likes a worn out old whore, you know? <laughs> well, someone's in the mood for it, but, you, you know. All right. What else about this uh, this album in particular? Anything that they could have done better? Anything you would have liked to have seen them do based on you know previous albums or future work or any other bands or anything? I hate the cover. Really? I kind of like the cover. They, they're very consistent with their cover. It's uh, they always have the, the like a real or fuzzed cover. They always have the very bold oars <laughs> at the top and then like a yeah, I like that item. I like how consistent all their albums are. I uh, I yeah. I, in visiting like their Instagram and whatever, checking out different stuff, you know, it seems like a lot, a lot of their songs are missions for, they're trying to make a statement for a lot of these songs. And if you listen to lyrics, there's a point to all of these. And I'm, you know, I'm sure when they made the album cover, they thought this is going to have all this abstract meaning to it. And it represents something. Um, and, but I like nonlinear album covers with, with, I, I like album covers that don't match the music necessarily. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you so, if you look at some of the song titles, I I was like wondering if they connected it to gold somehow. Like participation trophy is gold. Mm -hmm. Like baby teeth will eventually have gold grills in them. Um, <laughs> gold trash, ghost trash. I don't know. I was it, yeah in the mind when I was thinking about the cover. What's going on here? It's hard to say what exactly is going on there, but 
I like the consistency in their their album covers. I think it's. In I like if I was great, I'd buy this purely off the cover. <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah. it just says whores across the top, and there's a garbage can. Like the the rest of their albums are great and, and everything, but like this one is just a, to me, it's a classic. It says whores, garbage can, love it. <laughs> there's something about the period after the name that immediately makes me like them more. I don't know why, but. <laughs> yeah. It's a statement. Yeah, yeah just like whores. 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 <laughs> I don't know that much about these guys. Does anyone know anything about them as a band? I, I don't. I read that they're from Atlanta, but that's really about it. It seems like they're not super um, like public facing. I don't know much about I, them. I would have placed them in like the Pacific Northwest if I didn't know. I would have seen like, some reason. Or I like guess maybe that's like the... They kind of have a I UK thought maybe that was like the Red Fang connection because Red Fang's from like Portland, right? I thought maybe. And the, have you, the band Sand Rider is very familiar too in the, the style, like the very aggressive kind of punky stoner metal. Yeah. So they're they're from Seattle too. Yeah, I was a little surprised by the Atlanta thing. It's too angry. hot in Atlanta to be this angry. I know. It's a little angry for that like Southern metal. I don't know. Well, but the heat does make you very flat. angry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you'll, you'll, you'll get angry when you live in a southern state in the summer. Don't worry. Yeah, Atlanta's too humid, though. I don't want to jump around and scream when, I, when it's like that. Fuck. Well, you have to jump around to get the sweat off of your face. <laughs> All right. Any other thoughts about horror? I usually, uh, I usually don't go south of the Mason-Dixon. Food's better here. I would agree. Debatable. Uh, yeah, I, so I think I'm, I'm, I'm curious. What what bands would you if if like people who listen to this episode that like check out whores and they're like okay I, I dig this, what other band would you recommend to someone who likes whores? You know, like I I'd be like I guess. Melvin's and most of punk rock. There's a band called uh, Bison BC. I don't know if anyone's ever heard of them. They were called Bison, but I think because there was a bunch of other Bisons, they kind of, they're not the same, but they have the same vibe and energy. I can hear that. Man. Mm -hmm. I'm a big fan. Have you guys heard of the band American Sharks? I don't even think they're still active. Yeah. But they they yeah, I've seen them pop before, yeah. up. Them. And then, yeah. yeah the Red Fang, Sand Riders, uh, an easy one to kind of throw that way. What about Air like... Eater. Um, Red Fang makes sense. What about like Cancer Bats? A little bit. Yeah, I a little see. bit. Yeah. There's a local band here, they're called... They're, Half, they're like a hardcore band that reminds me of this band a little bit. I'll show hardcore, you. they have a lot more Sabbath influence, but... And less mm -hmm. punk, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's I definitely, definitely a hardcore influence in this. For sure. What was that, Daniel? I definitely heard some Bill Ward uh, influences in the drumming. Uh, you know, again, without the double bass. Um, you know, definitely the the that that gallop. You can, it's unmistakable. I mean, I I ever you know, I've ripped it off of Bill Ward. Everybody has, you know, but it's classic. It's it's classic. All right. Anything else about him? 
are they still are they like putting anything out new well the, the last up? i think the last thing they put out was 2022 and it was just a single but I, they, they toured last yeah. year oh did they they yeah, I was I was supposed to go see them and then I got sick. But yeah, they they uh, they did like a nationwide tour last year. Hmm. So they're still active. <clears throat> yeah, they're they're still going. I I just think that my guess, just like a lot of these bands, like you know, when Ryan and Pat went on Cave Dweller, they were talking about like how a lot of these, you know, like the stoner bands. It's like, all right, I've got a day job so that I can afford to do this. I think it might very well be the same type of thing with them. And they're just kind of older punks that are trying to just still have fun. And uh, it's not easy to go on tour all the time, unfortunately. Yeah, could be. Or or release music. Yeah. Yeah. I think they did like a, a cover or two maybe around that same time as their single. They, I don't remember who they did, but I thought it was like a cover of a couple songs. It was Tiptoe Through the Tulips by Tiny Tim. Is that what it was? No. Oh. <laughs> I was like, that would be insane. I'm going to put that I on. Right back for dry even right now, then. <laughs> Love that song. Yeah, of course. It's a classic. Oh, have they did, have, listen have to the fucking on, album. They did Have a Drink on Me in uh, 2021. They had a single called Flag Day in 2017. I'm not sure what that is. And then Imposter Syndrome in 2022. That's about it. All right. So I think we all liked it. It's very unique. They're kind of their own thing. Combination of lots of stuff. It's a good album. Hope to hear more. Any other final It's nice to change it up. Yeah. It's it's another... It's one of those things where like... I you know I don't know that whores really falls into a lot of the stuff that we talk about doom or stoner but like we mentioned Melvin's and we mentioned Bill Ward and we mentioned punk and hardcore and like it's a combination of all those kind of things that brings them here and why to me whores is a kind of a band that anyone could like whether you're into punk or doom or metal or whatever it's one of those bands that's kind of got this universal thing to it but what's also very funny about that is they're so fucking abrasive that if I played it for anyone that wasn't already into this type of music, they'd be like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. But my, my one contention with that, though, is that I really do think, I mean, these are just pop songs. They're pop songs. It takes a while guy. to hear that, though, I think. I think on first listen, you go, this guy is just fucking yelling and they're just banging. This is like noise. After you listen a couple of times, I think that you hear that. I think that then after a while, you go, oh. This is catchy. I like that song. I heard, you know, this chorus. You like, I, I don't know. If I played this for like a girlfriend, they'd be like, what in the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Well, or get better taste. Yeah. <laughs> get better taste than women. <laughs> Elevate your taste controls, brother. Yeah. This, this, this stuff, I, I played like I got my wife and kids and people I hang out with, like kids' sports. Like, you, throw this on and they will not like it but no i don't i don't see i'd love to go hit him, someone I don't, but i don't this. expect them to either so yeah this yeah, is like, roll this up is on perfect. a bum at a bus stop and deck and kind of music i mean this kind of reminded me of like river black and that aggressive like hey you could pick a fight with a random stranger to this shit kind of way <laughs> yeah. by the way yeah, check that, out river that's... black if you haven't that's delicious shit right there dave Woody on drums man 
River Black. That's why maybe it could be like they also kind of sound like they have a Boston sound to them. Just like, yeah, we hurt people. It's like fighting music. Yeah, I could be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like coming home from watching the Phillies lose their fifth uh, fifth consecutive game. You know, this is your soundtrack. Yeah, Philly. That's another good example. Exactly. (laughs) Philly's a great example. Another great place for them to be from. Yeah. Or Chicago. Chicago's got a good noise, kind of aggressive noise scene at, at times. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. Also, there's a little bit of flavor of Ken mode in there, too. I don't know why, but I was just like, I was hearing lots of little pockets of it while I was giving the album that first listen. I, I, I'm, I'm definitely going to be listening to it again after the podcast. I ordered the XYZ For sure. All right. Short, uh, short song, short episode. Let's uh, go around. And we'll we'll talk about whatever we've been up to. You can plug whatever you'd like. Daniel, you can kick it off for us. Tell us what you're up to. Oh, uh, I'm in the band Heavy Cat, and uh, we're booking right now. We should have a show at the Redwood Tavern downtown LA uh, soon. I'm booking some more shows and uh, lo- lots of fun stuff. Uh, I don't know. Our albums on Bandcamp. Uh, the return of heavycat.bandcamp.com. Um, you know, we're uh, we're an upbeat, fuzzy punk band. Uh, so yeah, yeah. Check us out. That would be rad. Thank you. Right on. Cool. Bucky. Um, I don't really do shit. So <laughs> I just listen to a lot of music and, and enjoy talking about it. But I'll be uh, I'll be down at Ripple Fest next weekend. It's coming up, so I'll yeah. Saturday See Sunday only. Yeah, I'll only be there Saturday Sunday, but that's uh, coming up we'll, quick, so it'll be fun. When this comes we'll out, some... we will have already had a wonderful time at Ripple Fest. But yeah, 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 we'll <laughs> get some barbecue. Maybe I saw you at Ripple Fest. <laughs> Blake, what are you? What are you up to? Actually, you're up to a lot. What do you want to tell us? I'm up to too much. Uh, by the time this comes out, Ryan and I will be nursing severe hangovers from Ripple Fest. Um, but in addition to that, still have uh, copies of Eastern Scrolls uh, to be ordered. We should be getting that vinyl in pretty soon. Apologies uh, for the delay on that. Uh, as well, I have a single out Prometheus, and there should be possibly by the I don't remember whether by the time this comes out, whether I'll have another single out, but it'll be coming soon. And then October 13th, my second album, The Falling, comes out. So uh, head to my band camp and uh, pre-order a copy if you enjoy what you're hearing so far. Thank cool. you. Very exciting. Ben? Um, I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about the super new cool stuff I got going on, but rest assured you're going to want to keep your ear to the ground about a some stuff involving my band lost dutchman we got a we're, we're being featured on something that's about all i can say right. um and uh i play in a country band called southern gate if you're in the phoenix area we're playing uh well i guess as of this time this airs never mind we've already played the show other than that i've got nothing else going on it was a great show nice nice work well right, done. Exactly. thank you pat on the back pat on the back good bass playing <laughs> eddie uh the almost just wrapped up our 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 first album and probably expecting a, a single release around November and the album release around February. If everything was planned and uh, Lord's Walking Church is still working on the, next, the new album and I'm working with Blake on the third album for Iron Monster right now. Right on. Ox? Um, 
Same thing. Uh, we got a couple of shows tomorrow and the next day, but uh, they'll, they'll be done by the time this comes out. So I've got Nova Doll release party of September 29th. October 6th, I'm playing a show with a, a bunch of great bands in Toronto. Actually, we are, both of us. And um, we have an EP coming out this fall. And we've got the Eastern Scrolls with Blake. As Blake said, uh, vinyl is going to be in any time and uh, a bunch of other shit on the horizon. Our second album is getting close to being finished, writ uh, being written. So we'll uh, look at going in the studio soon. Right on. Love right, the close-up of the soul patch. Yeah, that was nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we'll catch you on the next one. Later. Later. See you guys.